Movies and Martinis celebrates women and diversity in the entertainment world by ranking trending movies, shows, and books with two completely different perspectives and ranked by delicious martinis. Listen to find out how many martinis we felt it was worth. And learn about the women who have written, performed, and or directed in everything we have rated. A new episode is available every Thursday on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube. <laughs> What's up, everyone? My name is Priya. Welcome to our podcast. Hi, everybody. Hey, Priya, how are you doing today? Good. How are you doing? Cheers. Oh. Cheers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cheers. 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 I got a Stanley. I need to put stickers on mine, just like yours. Seriously, so like you. Lauren gave me all these, and they're so cute. She even gave me an airplane, a traveling one. So yes. put on my typewriters. Again, my favorite is Bright Epic Shit. Yes. Favorite one. So, I love anyway, it. Anyway, cheers to you. Cheers. Mm-hmm. We're staying sober. Okay. We're talking about martinis at this time. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about, Priya? Today, oh. we're talking about Leave the World Behind on Netflix. It came out last month. It was streaming last month, December 2023. But we're covering mm-hmm. it now because we thought this was really interesting. Let's, let's, we let's really did. break it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. And we really want to know how you felt about it. Um, so we get, we're getting different uh, feedback from different people. Like yes. the viewers are saying one thing, Rotten Tomatoes kind of saying something else. Mm-hmm. And we were excited about it. So we're kind of all over the place. You haven't watched it. Spoiler alert. Let me say that again. Spoiler <laughs> alert. So stop, watch it, come back. Or if you don't care, and listen to us. If you just want to know what it's all about, then yes. this is it. Because we're going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Pri, I think you watched it before me. You told me you saw it and it was good. It's a yeah. movie, not a mm-hmm. show. Um, and I had it in my to be watched as opposed to to be read. TBW? Exactly. So I had to watch it and I did watch it and mm-hmm. I liked it. I watched me it. Me too. I was, yeah, I mm-hmm. was um, captivated by it. In other words, I, it was like I was into the movie. Yes. So. It wasn't my kind of movie. It was whatever, but I was into it. And I don't know. It was good. And I I spoke about it with my girls. They had watched it too, got their feedback on it. So if you haven't watched it, the whole movie is based on what the hell would happen if we were terrorized, right? It's post-apocalyptic. Yeah, it's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. And it was orchestrated, it, yeah, <laughs> by yeah. world powers. Oh, take it away, Priya. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, this is on Rotten Tomatoes. In this apocalyptic thriller from award-winning writer and director Sam Esmel, Amanda and her husband, Clay, who's played by Julia Roberts and Ethan Hawke, rent a luxurious right. home for the weekend with their kids, Archie and Rose. Their vacation is soon upended when two strangers, G.H., and his daughter, Ruth, who's played by Maharshala Ali and Mahela, mm-hmm. arrive mm-hmm. in the night bearing news of a mysterious cyber attack and seeking refuge in the house they claim is theirs. So it is their, they claim it's theirs, but it is their house. It know? is their house. So there's a little bit of like racial stuff in there. Um, the two definitely families, a lot of racial tension. Yeah, <laughs> the two families reckon with a looming disaster that grows more and more every day. So... This was a little bit of a mind bender. Like you're kind of like wondering the whole time what's going on. And they were showing you like scenes of like, wait, 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 who 
edited this podcast episode. It's getting so good. So good that I need to give a shout out to our sponsor, Blue Box Media, an NYC-based video production firm. Blue Box Media makes our movies and martinis dreams come true every Thursday by editing every episode. Check them out at blueboxllc.com. And okay, okay, let's get back to those martinis. The earth from space. So for a moment there, I was like, okay, it's aliens. Aliens are going to come down. Aliens are taking out all the power, shutting everything down. That's what's going to happen in this post-apocalyptic world. I never thought that. Not really? One. Not one. <laughs> I totally thought they were setting it up for you to think it like with never all the thought of that. shots and the satellite funny, right? shots. <laughs> Figure. yeah yeah but it, it turns out to be that it's the government's uh orchestrating it and mm-hmm. um Mahershala Ali his character uh figures out towards the end of the movie that a friend of his or a client of his had shared he's an something. investor so he deals with a powerful powerful yes. people and as we know the government is ran by powerful people and money mm-hmm. and corruption and all that crap yeah not by the people we see on tv yeah so they were already starting to move their money out of the United States because mm-hmm. they knew something was coming. So he figured something was coming, but he did not expect it to be of this magnitude. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it has, it's a lot of family, not energy, but family dynamics happening mm-hmm. because his wife, who was an art dealer, is on her way. You know, she's flying back. And so they're devastated with the fact that they're losing the wife because airplanes are crashing left and right because yes. all the air air controlled towers are down. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically it's just cyber war. Everything just goes crazy. There's no phone, there's no landline, there's no nothing. And to sum it all up, right, it goes back to people that have bunkers and, and think that when the world ends, they have to, you know, go down there. This has been going on since the fifties that, you know, they thought the atomic bomb was going to go yeah. off and people had, like bunkers with storage and all that and so funny enough the girls when I was talking to the girls uh Samantha was one that told me she goes oh my god I told her what'd you get out of the moon she goes that we need a bunker I'm like yes yes and yes so for years I've been saying to my kids I need to get a survival packs just in case shit goes down we need survival packs <laughs> yeah I don't know yeah I don't know but yeah so anyway, it's really good. I think yeah. it's, you know, it, it's a little bit out there, but then at the same time, it's really not that far-fetched. Yeah. Um, so what do you so, think about the ending? I love the ending. And I Real- think that's where a lot of people had a hard time, like how it ends. Yeah. That's what the girl told me. She goes, I don't like how it ends. I go, I thought it ended beautifully because it leaves everything wrapped up perfectly in your imagination. But yeah. she gets closure to the show she wants to watch, which is a <laughs> an issue from the beginning okay so and, yeah okay, let's talk about that so in the beginning wi-fi goes down internet goes down and she's on the last episode of friends she wants to know how <laughs> Which is it ironic ends. considering matthew perry just passed away rest in peace matthew but like it's ironic that she was watching the show binge watching and she was up to the last episode and yeah. wi-fi went out so she's yeah. obsessing about it the whole entire movie until the end where she finds a bunker because she decides to leave her family, do her own thing. Cause she's like, I can't deal with this crazy anymore. And she finds a house with a bunker with all the friends episodes. <laughs> she, yeah. And that's how it ends. 
She's yes. in this bunker that is just completely um, stacked with everything they're going to need. It stocked with everything that they're going to need um, from food to supplies to everything. It's like another world down there. And the dad already knows about it. So he's on his way. And then the mom sees the light um, of the cabin of the house and she's on her way. So yeah. everybody's coming together. Everybody will be there and she'll have watched her show and then they survive and they, they're yeah. safe. And that's yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So I don't think everybody kind of put it together towards the end and they're like, but, but, but I'm like, okay. Rewind a little bit and you'll realize everybody's already heading there. She just got their first. It's like, you know, yeah. kind of like Goldilocks and the three bears. She just got their first, but they're coming. They'll get there. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think people didn't like it because it was sort of like a subplot, but it ended up being like a major aspect of the movie at the end that she was obsessed with friends. So it made mm -hmm. me wonder, like, what was the thinking there when they developed the storyline? What was the, what was the, um, how did her obsessing over friends and finally finding the friends episode that she couldn't watch associated with the major plot of Wi-Fi going down, the apocalypse happening happening, and everybody like trying to survive? Like how was to associate it? So I I I think that I think that the point that they're trying to make there is number one, you don't need to have Wi-Fi be able to enjoy things because mm -hmm. they already had that people were able to do things without wi-fi yeah and you can survive without wi-fi right okay. so yeah. that's what i got out of it that was number one number two is they were prepared mm -hmm. so be prepared because shit can happen at any moment in any way shape or form so that was like a big deal like you know the preparation of it um and i think the core message was as long as you have the humans around everything else is fine you yeah. still don't need you know you don't need to be you don't need to have all the wi-fi information like we can be fine yeah. without it kind of like the friends theme i'll be there for you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay okay something i was totally confused about that uh, just dawned on me was the animal thing so there was there were so deer started showing up the house birds all that stuff animal migration patterns were screwed up and they made a point yeah. of talking about it a couple times in the movie so that's what also made me think something's happening with the aliens like why are the animals acting like this you know yeah. so i think it's because of the chaos that was happening you had airplanes that were crashing into all kinds of random parts and you yeah. had fires happening everywhere you had explosions happening throughout um the animals were clearly scared. You could mm. see it kind of when they well, approached Satellites her. were down. So the magnetic, whatever was going on with the satellites. All the fields the were all over the place. Mm -hmm. Weren't affecting them anymore. And yeah. I think the animals were also witnessing like, what's going on with all the people? Something's <laughs> happening. Yeah. What? Something's happening. Crazy. What's happening here? Yeah. You know, you know they, I know what they say with, with dogs and, and sometimes with cats, like with pets, that they can um, kind of feel your tension, your stress, yeah. um, and your anxiety and everything you're going through. So maybe somehow they were just sensing something's off, something's yeah. way off. Yeah. You even have a ship. You know, the ships are coming on shore because it everything's gone crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot going on. And it affects, I think the point there was, it affects more than just humans. Mm. True, true. Yeah. So it's good. So how many martinis would you give it? I'd give it three. How about you? Okay. I would do like a 3.5. 3.5. Because it's okay. sci-fi. I like the whole apocalyptic thing. 
I like that yeah. stuff. I enjoy it. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed the cast a lot more than I enjoyed yes. the spots. Yes. So, it even Mahershala. had Kevin Bacon in there. Yeah, yeah, Kevin Bacon, Mahershala, and um, Ethan Hawke, and of course Julia Roberts. They're all they're all really. Billy great wanted to smack uh, Julia Roberts since the movie started. He was so annoyed Gosh, with her. She was obnoxious. He was so she even said in an interview that she didn't like her character. She wanted to slap yeah, her character herself. Yeah, I think everybody <laughs> wanted to slap her. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, so, thank you guys for listening right, guys. And, and for watching on YouTube. Make sure yeah. you check it out. Uh, like, share, follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll see you in the next episode. Sounds great. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.